welcome to desi return diaries embracing home again the podcast that shares personal journeys and expert insights on returning to india i'm your host avinash pedi here to guide and inspire you on your desi return journey Hi everyone. Uh today we have uh, Deva as our guest. So Deva went to Ireland in 2006. Uh spent quite a few years there before making a decision to move back to India. Uh tried to live in India for about a one and a half year and then made again a decision to go back to Ireland. So really looking forward to the show uh to learn a lot about the thought process uh why uh you know Deva wants to move back to India. and what went well what didn't go well and what's the reason to go back to ireland and also her, uh, his future plans uh, as uh, he got an opportunity to spend again in ireland so looking forward to the show uh, with that welcome deva uh, to the show hi hi avinash uh, thank you for having me it's a pleasure to share my experience and uh, like uh, i'm so glad that you have such a vision to Uh, share p- people's personal experience and help people to make these uh, decisions of moving back or forth uh, whichever is right for them i'm very glad to be part of your program no thank you thank you for taking the time to talk to us so deva if you can uh, share a bit about your background so why you went to ireland and uh, what are the trigger points the decision points to you know thinking about moving back to india i think that would be very helpful yeah i mean uh, uh back in 2006 uh, i was lucky enough at that point uh, to come to ireland because you know it's not as uh, easy as sounds now uh, at the click of a button you could apply visas now and uh, look about countries um everything even now like when you say ireland oh is that the, one of the countries near uk or they'll say oh there's a cricket team you know that's how they identify this country but back then um, like uh, when you, even when i started looking into it like there was much google or you know very limited information but um as every normal uh, middle class indian i completed my nursing degree and i was looking for options so one of the best option i had at that time was going to australia uh so i applied for all this uh, process to australia at some point there was some some miscommunication and it was paused so in the meantime this opportunity came uh, to go to ireland i said i'll just try this you know i i really didn't commit i said uh, i'll go there stay there for a couple of years see how it is when you're single you you just have the option you know and then um i had some financial pressure you know when you completed uh, your degree and you know you're trying to come up in your life i said this might help financially and then move somewhere else so that was the decision back then yeah uh, to secure a place and have a social security that's basic it was so leaving that part i had a very good uh, career uh, still having a good career i started in a very good hospital worked there uh became a manager like tasted all these good things you know when you're young and passionate you do all these things 
and you're mad to prove that oh i can do this and all this you know when uh, at some point um, after uh, i mean um, children family your priorities and your goals changes and then i i felt like i'm not that much driven i'm less motivated and then um, you're you're doing all this regular jobs it, i mean your professional and work balance basically i lost it uh, one is taking over the other so in work i started feeling that it is a big burden for me and i was like you know maybe i was a bit over perfectionist uh, and when you are uh, trying to deliver what you used to deliver and you can't deliver the same now you feel like you're not up to the mark in in your professional side mm-hmm. but i forgot that my personal life has grown so much and my responsibility in the personal life is so much needed compared to the professional life so at some point i felt work as burden where i used to enjoy my work so then you know it is a ripple effect then one problem comes then you are not happy at work when you come home you will not be happy at home like you know and uh, then you have, you have work lined up at home you have um, young children to look after bring them here there and you know you are needed for them so that point that pressure and everything i started feeling a pause moment and i don't know if it, if i was going through a low period of time in my life but maybe i was i should acknowledge that you know it, we 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 tend to go you know up and down in life you know mood is not always the same you yeah. could go down you know when you are not meeting your professional standards that may affect and uh, i didn't realize that i didn't seek any professional help so i sat down and i said like why am i struggling like this why am i running like this um and then by this time i bought a home and everything here so i did a bit of a calculation okay right if i leave everything here like because my, i bought the house in recession time so it was a very good price and my mortgage was like very less what i am paying so uh, you know we indian we calculate all these things yeah. and i said even if i pay mortgage and everything leave it to rent i go home i get decent amount of cash and then run a business in india settle down which will like you know a normal life and everything um so that happened Uh, around 2018 i was getting into all this uh, planning part and uh, started uh, i mean because you have a home at home all you just have to do is pack your things and move and make other plans but that part i did a bit of research but that uh, to be honest there wasn't enough information available like one or two went home but their cases were different but i held on to their case history and said i could do this as well how they managed to do uh, now i reflect back and i think that that one particular person i was thinking had only one boy and he was uh, he actually was born in india and then came here in in his early you know years and then going back was easy for him like mm. 
in my case, my children were born here and it's their home and I'm trying to take them away from home. These are the things like, you know, um, I went, but we'll go into that. So when I went to India, I did set up a, a business like in my field. So I my plan was to run a clinic, uh, set a knowledge, what I gained here, I want to bring it in India and run a better clinic, you know. And I did uh, set up everything, uh, hired doctors, staff and everything. But um, even then it was working okay. Like, you know, when you when you set up a business in India and when people know that you are, you're just trying to come back. And I think that a lot of people try to take advantage of it. That is one point uh, I would stress anyone who's trying to move back to India and set up a business, you have to become a local and you have to understand the local market. Yeah. And even like certain things like, you know, staff, where I've been so used being very staff friendly, like uh, it's not a dictatorship leadership in in Western countries, as you know, Avinash, you, you probably worked in so many of those areas. So, but uh, I was trying to bring that similar culture in India. I don't think people were ready for that at that point of a time, yeah. you know, um, that is before COVID. So, um, they thought maybe it's a easy cup of tea. Let let me grab it as well. And everybody was just working for the money, not as passionate. And you know, um, so that point. Uh, but still, I was making revenue. Yeah. It's not that um, uh, it was it was looking after its own uh, cost and everything. But I wasn't making profit to come back completely. So in my case, what I did is basically I brought them uh, family home, uh, but I didn't move completely 100% because okay. I was testing the waters to see if everything is okay. Like, will I be able to run smoothly before quitting everything here? Yeah. Still, I had some income, everything, but uh, that was my kind of a testing period. And importantly, this is the point I want to really bring across. I mean, this is personal, but I, I would like to share this personal information because that's where I went wrong. Um, when I'm planning for this move, it was my vision to go back to India because when I started my career back in 2006, I only came here for a few years. I remembered that and I wanted to go back, but I didn't translate this much with my family, especially, I mean, if you have a spouse and you need them 100% on, on the same page, otherwise this move is not possible and it is not going to be smooth. So I didn't, we didn't discuss much. I was very, yeah, we are, I did it, we, we are going to do it. And I thought my children were young and I don't need to tell them. Like my daughter was eight, nine years old at that time. And I assumed that she will adjust. And my youngest son was like only three, four years. And um, yeah, he was too young adopting that change. So this is 
when i went there uh, i got the admission school admission and everything first thing i did was i found a very good school but not the right school hmm. i will define what is yes. the good school and the right school because the good school in in indian terminology is producing result so i asked for reviews you know especially when you're doing a big move you ask people what which is cool and which better school and everything and they said this school produces 100% result and there are so many doctors coming out of the school typical indian mentality you know and this many engineers coming out of it all this see this this particular doctor came from this school so i assumed that is the right school for my children and how do they produce good results i didn't inquire into it so when uh, everything admission everything was ready children were happy going into the school day one my daughter sees a child is been beaten by the teacher she was shocked hmm. we were so used to this we knew our culture so it was okay for us but for my daughter who was brought up here and there was only like you know as you know like for up to a certain period of uh, age in the school they'll just pamper them and there is no much homework there is no much uh, punishment it's only even if they are participating they'll give a medal right yeah that is not indian culture and especially the school what i put them in was trying to make a competition out of the children trying to bring results but that's that is not supposed to be the goal for my children at that point and the homework amount of homework she got she couldn't tolerate it was a, it is a very good school um uh, so what i did is immediately i started looking for schools in a better uh, which has a better culture so i did find it but my my problem was my daughter got that admission in that school but my sons they didn't get admission mm-hmm. but in the first school i got three of them in the same place so it, so this this is another part where it is it is about to go wrong so maybe so, it's okay like um, i just want to check few things along the way i know yeah. you covered a lot so i just want to peel it a little bit more that gives a little bit yeah. of clarity um maybe before jumping on to the kids uh, if we can focus yeah. on the career plan right i mean uh, right. you mentioned i think uh, you wanted to you know test the waters you're still working yeah. in land and all that stuff um so if you can talk a little bit uh, on that like you know in the sense that for how long you tried that and then was there a decision that was made and then you permanently moved you know personally even the family was there so that that yeah, yeah. help a little bit of a clarity so oh absolutely absolutely uh, uh, thanks yeah. for bringing back to that area nash you know uh, as i said uh, i set up a clinic which is a diabetic clinic because i i still see a very huge potential in india diabetes is the biggest problem mm-hmm. and um, basically i was trying to reverse the diabetes not oh. not cure i was yeah. trying to reverse because it is a reversible uh, condition so my plan was uh, establish a clinic educate people and make them monitor regular blood sugars because the mm-hmm. problem where we find is 
in india that you know this is a different topic but uh, i just touch base on it um that we are not monitoring so we don't know where when it is going to explode so i set up all this standards from here and education was major part of the clinic uh, and obviously other other things working around that so i had actually special dietitian um special doctors counselors and name it like you know i wanted to really bring the same culture from here so that it will be different in india where people can really relate um, and come out of diabetes better management of diabetes so this clinic was set up but i set it up in my own town which is kanyakumari which is not a big city but because i have my home there and house set up there it's easy to look after family and everything i set it up there but uh, the point is then later on i thought like even if i set this business up in a bigger city revenue wise i would have been better but it was running okay yeah. uh, so this business i set up and i was running everything okay so far and as i uh, wanted to mention i made the decision to come back in 2019 december Just and we, just to covid i heard covid yeah. and i actually started looking into covid yeah but i i thought this is going to be another epidemic which will just pass yeah. on as everybody thinks yeah. and somebody you know some decisions the universal makes this is one moment in my life i thought that was made by the i mean you name it god or you could name it anything yeah when i'm a firm believer of spirituality not religion but yeah. spirituality so there i was prompted to take that decision that is because of my son one morning i was traveling trying to travel back to ireland he normally wouldn't wake up at 5 o'clock he woke up early morning and he started crying and that's where i i reflected and all so basically in that business time so in 2020 february i was back in uh, ireland with okay. my family i didn't know that in the next one and a half year two years it's going to be locked down yeah and that's when i had to like that, at that point my clinic was still running remotely with the promise that i will come back in a month and look after what is to be closed or to hand it over to somebody because i already had talks with some other uh, yeah. uh, doctors and everyone to take over the business but when the covid lockdown came i had to just close the uh, business where i was paying 35000 rent a month and also i had five staffs at that point you know so nearly i was in a lakh plus monthly expense so i said i will manage this for 2 3 months when uh, this virus is gone then i will reopen and give it to somebody but then nothing happened and the man was there who i uh, renting was demanding the rent every month 2 3 months the salary i was fine but after that i had to tell the staff no i cannot pay you and i still i gave half salary but um then you can't be just pouring money into 
somewhere you don't see anything yeah. so i had to leave my deposit for that rent because i talked to the uh, rent you know when I they know. know that this guy is not in india uh, just get the rent you know that attitude was there uh, there was no compromise i said i'm not running in the business yeah can you half it then i will uh, come back i'm going through such a period so my um, owner who was uh, renting out the property basically had no consideration i was talking over the phones you know the situation is like that i can't fly i can't make any decision so would you consider uh, halving the rent until yeah. the business restarts uh, but he had no no consideration no mercy as he thinks he's, it's a euro let him pay it so one final day i said you just keep your deposit i'm done with that and i i closed that business there yeah in the middle of the covid i mean covid did affect a lot of people i mean this is my share of it sure um but then uh, that was very clear for me at that point that this is not for me let me stay here and do what i was doing and then um, resumed everything back in ireland so just to, to, to quickly summarize yeah, yeah if i uh, heard you correctly so the family moved like maybe sometime in 2018 early yeah. on um, and then you are still like uh, spending time between both ireland and india while the clinic is getting set up and everything is good to go um, yeah. 2019 is the last time you were there thinking that you will come back and then you know kind of take it from there and then things yeah. happened and you moved on okay so that's good yeah. uh, so maybe touching base on the um on the family side i know you kind of going through the details yeah, of the yeah. kids so you put them in the first school like where all the three kids were able to get the admission um yeah. think that it might be the good school for them but it might not be the right school and so you were uh, look for another so maybe you can talk through that like how you mentioned about the elder one who was little bit you know kind of shocked with uh, yeah. situation on the first day how did the other two kid adjusted like you know did you make a decision to move the elder one to a different uh, school yeah maybe you can talk through some of the details about the kids adjustment the family adjustment with the move yeah sure avinash i mean uh, my daughter got the big shock and you know siblings always talk within them like you know even they don't discuss many things with the parents but though my younger son is only 2 years um, the middle son is 2 years younger than my daughter mm-hmm. they did share and he he is like a different uh, guy like you know he um probably he's he's better adjusted and but uh, still they both felt that this is bit of a harassment going in uh, i mean to, to, they they took it that extent i mean um, when you are not from that culture obviously um which is a harassment for them because we had culture shock in a different way when we came to the western countries but their culture shock was completely different and so my start uh, my daughter's literally started crying yeah. and she didn't uh, wanted to go to that school and she asked me that i'm okay staying here but if you find a different school so then i went to a school which was like a park like all the all the top people's children uh, study in that school so you could imagine like it is uh, it, their focus is if the result comes result comes but uh, 
you're you enjoy the school there it's a big campus like you know uh, it suited everything yeah so getting an admission in that school was so difficult because um majorly it is given to like top people and then you should have influence and everything like the typical uh, uh, private school but um, i managed to get one admission for my daughter where they promised next year your son or both sons could enter the school once she is in because i had to drop them in the middle of the other school so this is i'm trying to get an admission where everything has already started so uh, which i said okay fine uh, let me struggle for a year and then we can put them all in one school so in that aspect um the, between the two schools dropping though i uh, to add on to looking after children i had someone to drive my children there i employed somebody to just uh, drive for school anything and cooking even home tuitions um, I, i i advertised for teachers to come to home and uh, so all this i did but then the problem is when she went to, to this school as well there was not big culture change as well like you know it was maybe they weren't as hard as the other school but the still the punishment idea was the same hmm. maybe they won't take a stick and beat but the instead they'll pinch you know though in the outside they call it like um a great school but um, inside this was happening because i always try to talk to them as well like you know what's happening and all and uh, this is what and another important thing was see in in western countries not many schools um if you if you leave a pencil box it will be in the same place when you come the next day because n- nobody will touch it like you know it's there even if you drop a small eraser it's there but i i used to buy the best things for my children and there there is always missing things like i can't blame them because you know we were brought some of the children maybe they just that's the way they are framed yeah. so when my daughter brings something if it is nice the next day it's gone somebody will take it you know so she couldn't tolerate it and my son didn't go to the better school he got an admission nearby like so so that like i can collect her and him in the pretty much same time dropping so in that school he wouldn't use the toilet hmm. this may sound a small factor but it is so important that he only told me after a few months every time when he comes back from school he will rush to the toilet because he couldn't use that toilet as comfortably he wants yeah. to and that was something majorly affecting him yeah um and my youngest son he was very tender and young i put him in the kindergarten though the kindergarten was fancy and everything but he was missing parents and whatever he understood here was not the same and language was a big barrier for him yeah. though we 
used to speak tamil at home it is not same as what he was used to the kindergarten in in here so adjusting to language for for my elder children i think they were okay because in the schools obviously in most of the schools you know children and teachers speak in english and that was not a problem speaking yeah but for him to communicate things was difficult like especially small small little things and they would not like you know they can understand his accent yeah and these all added up added up and he was majorly like affected hmm. um the younger uh, one so that yeah younger one um because i remember um going to christmas that is 2019 christmas i i was here working you know between shuttling and i bought him all these nice toys the iron man like what he liked and everything that point he didn't touch that toy it it might sound very silly but it actually broke my heart hmm. he showed his emotion and anger by not touching it which the normally he loves that particular toy and it took couple of days for him to get that toy and play so all these factors like yeah um uh, made me to come to a conclusion maybe it was my desire that i wanted to go but my family weren't ready yeah and i touched earlier a little bit about bringing the change mm-hmm. so now when i reflect back i should have involved all three children and my family together we should have had a family meeting like not formally but at least casually we should have talked through this process see i'm planning to go back to india and these are the things you can expect are you ready or do you need time to be ready or you know would you agree with this process if i would have spoken this with them before going maybe they would have anticipated and they would have been prepared i thought like you know small children they'll adjust <clears throat> that is a blindfolded thought you know uh oh, thanks for being opening and like you know sharing that right i mean uh, but it sounds that i am advocating more to come back but not yeah, I, I, you know uh, still my inner heart is longing to go back to india so because i would consider me as a financial migrant i didn't come for anything else but then our priority my priority changed and i started feeling comfort you know and now it's it's the point where would you be able to leave your comfort zone and that's so um, i think avinash you did say about the future plans um, yeah maybe before but, jumping on to that so uh, yeah. yeah sounds like i think kids definitely had a rough time you know adjusting to the schools yeah. uh, to the culture there which played a bigger role for your decision to move back right um yeah um so maybe before reflecting you know jumping on to this um if 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 you could have done it again i know or like or if somebody is thinking about uh you know moving to india 
is there certain things that you would advise or things for them to consider? Uh, I don't know, maybe it's going to uh, the place where they're moving to or the schools that they decide or how they even think about, uh, about the move, the plan. I mean, uh, I'm just using those, uh, I think, just as a way to reflect, I think, as you already kind of mentioned, certainly before, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, if somebody is thinking along those lines, yeah, if this is your expectations, maybe it might not be a good idea. Or if this is the expectations, yeah. then maybe you could have planned it a little bit different for a better outcome, for example, or, you know, for mm -hmm. the kids and everyone and so on. So just curious, uh, any thoughts on that, uh, you know, before we move on to the future plans? Yeah, right. So going back now, if I would have done it now. So I touched a little bit on the part yeah. where uh, children were involved. Yeah. But definitely... Uh, you should share the vision to your spouse to very, I mean, to the dot, precise, clear why you wanted it. Because not everybody's background is the same. So in my case, I I'm the only son for my parents. Hmm. Right? So I was considering that as a major factor because um, my parents needed somebody and you know they they haven't seen much of their grandchildren and all but my spouse my wife's family is of three uh, siblings so she has uh, other siblings to look after her parents even in her absence so her presence was not as much as needed as mine so th if that is the case in you know different perspective of family when you come from is very, very, very important to be very clear in planning and discuss and not every 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 couple will come into a hundred percent agreement. There will be points where um, you know I want this or this we'll wait for another period or all these things. I think that is very important to go through every little detail and be precise when we can move yeah. uh, a collaborative plan though you wanted to do it somebody has to take a lead that's there but i think getting involved your spouse is as important as you lead the decision and also if we have different uh, perspective on that planning move planning i think it would work better as well because what I may think right could be wrong. And, you know, so vice versa, like you could uh, uh, plan it better because in that change, they are involved as well. Their part is very important as well. Say example, if you're leaving um, children in India, obviously your wife is going to take care of them and she would have made friends locally and she has changed so many things and now she has to adapt back find new friends and adjust with uh, family members it's it's so many things are there so it's better to speak that and part of my uh, plan i was setting up a business um so i didn't leave where i was i was just testing the waters so in that case it is fine uh, to test waters but at some point, if you really made a decision, if you had a 100% desire, I think burning the bridge 
just leave it everything yeah i think that's one of the uh, points you know um uh, you know i think it is it is quoted in the think and grow rich book i think napoleon hill say just burn the bridges you you can you, you don't want to come back if you had that mindset i think your your move will happen anyway because your reason if your reason why is so important then i think everything else will revolve towards that reason yeah sure i think that is the part i think i made a mistake i didn't i still said if this didn't work out so my plan was if so there was a plan b and then then i went to the plan b if you had only a plan a you had no options back you will stick on to your decision yeah so this is something i would tell whoever is thinking of moving back to india if you had a clear vision and if you you can test water for a little while but if you have made it just just don't think back I know it's an important decision as you said um, which requires you know the partner the spouse to be on the same page the entire family uh, yeah. I I think you know you need to think through a little bit and make sure once you make a decision just commit to it and uh, yeah. make sure you see through it yeah cool um, so I know um, now you're back in Ireland uh, so things have been going great uh, so uh, any future plans about settling in Ireland or uh, just uh, continuing there or want to give another shot in another country or in india just curious um so definitely not another country as i think because uh, now it's a time where my daughter steen and um their uh, education part is so important so there you need a bit of a stability where and a routine so that you see them growing and coming up in life now your your uh, desire and goal is part for a while it is not thrown it is not buried but it is parked there so my whole plan and, and now i started um advertising this to my family because now when i do i want to do it right mm-hmm. so my whole plan is when i was at my teens i left everything and i focused to move out of the country for a better life to explore things maybe i didn't explore much but what i achieved i am grateful for it so to give my children that independence and to know the world i am making a conscious decision with my wife saying that we will go back once my youngest son is in the college hmm. we'll provide a financial support everything to enter into their career progression and everything but there should be a point because i'll tell you a quick thing you know uh, uh, you will all know and your viewers will know but it's a reputation you know the eagle they they only care their eaglets for a shorter period of time and they will destroy their nest after a while hmm. so that the eaglets will learn to fly quicker and fly higher so i want to hold on to that principle very very seriously and there is a point where i want to cut the umbilical cord and say okay guys this is your life 
but I'm there remotely. As a parent, we both. And I, I don't want to leave my goal there. Still, I want to come back and run that business in a better way. Probably um, in a different city. I don't have to stick on to my home city. Uh, so now I have few points where I could improvise and where I went wrong and what else to be need, done. Uh, I think taking those learnings, definitely one day I want to be sitting there running that dream. That's, I don't think I will ever give up that dream. Okay. That's so rightly, I mean, the desire is to return to India, sure. but made a pause now. Yeah. Makes sense. Definitely. I think the family, the kids is important. And uh, so just to confirm, so I'm guessing with the kids now, after moving back to Ireland, they're happy, they're enjoying their schooling and all that stuff. Because that's well, absolutely, they, they they feel home. Yeah, and uh, it, I will add this actually. You know, last uh, December and January we were in India. Uh huh. I mean, they had the best time for the whole life, I would say, because yeah. now they are a bit uh, elder and like they are, they can think and they know the difference, and now they know the value of family grandparents, uncles, aunties, you know, and the culture yeah, and how you're treated here. It, I think now they started knowing the value of, I mean, the real Indian values. Mm. So they asked me now, like, you know, can we go back again in six months time, which is a huge progress. Previously, they hated going back, you know, uh, do we have to do this? Now, I think there is a big drive to say, okay, we'll we'll uh, we'll go back um, for a, a larger holidays, yeah. you know, and that is that is a big achievement, I believe. Like now, they are understanding it. Yeah, very very very. So important. India is India always. It is incredible, you know. Yeah. Cool. Uh, is there any topic that we haven't covered that you wanted to bring up and uh, to the audience? I think uh, especially. Um, um, you had more, more of U.S. written citizens. And I think there was another Ireland person who returned, I think, in your uh, yes. um, channel. Uh, I'm not sure if there is anyone else. Um, uh, considering this is very specific to Ireland as well, <clears throat> um, it is not the same as, uh, I think, U.S. probably a little different compared to U.S. because right now, there's a huge uh, IT uh, infusion. I mean, there's a job openings hugely. So anyone who's trying to come to Ireland, I think this is the right time. Because what happened is, and this is going out of the topic, but uh, Google has set up a lot of companies. They bought three, four buildings here, and majorly hiring. So the um, immigration is like huge at the moment. So make use of it. And uh, me and Avinash is there, like, you know, if uh, if anything we didn't cover, like, we can touch base. And I, I, I think you agree on the same thing, Avinash, that, you know, if there's somebody's looking for help. Yeah, definitely could... they can reach out. I think, uh, you know, whatever the information uh, that can be shared, you know, will be shared. Uh, but uh, I think the key point also is 
um, you know, exploring the world, right? I mean, you know, it's not, uh, you know, watching for coming back to India or staying. It's, it's like um, uh, in somebody's profession, uh, when you spend time abroad, it just opens up your horizon, your uh, perspectives. So definitely, you know, it's always good to spend time in different places, uh, which gives different perspectives. And depending on where you are in the stage of the life, you can make a decision where you want to stay. Uh, but your point, yes, you know, it lies the opportunities and uh, definitely reach out. I think uh, anything that, you know, you or I can help, more than happy to help. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think you touched this, uh, right? There is no, no right or wrong decision. Like, you know, until you test it, you will not know it. Yeah. You know, so I think, you know, um, I'm a huge fan of Gaur Gopaldas and he used to say, like, you know, um, in, in a story where he sees four friends going into different routes and coming to different destinations. But that's so important, though. Like, it's not that I, I was right and I was wrong. It's the experience you get out of it. You, you hit the nail, actually, Avinash. Um, the experience what you get out of that journey, that's human life and emotion, I think. Uh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Thank you very much, Deva, for uh, taking uh, the time and uh, being very candid with your uh, journey, right? I mean, again, uh, you know, a lot of people are not open to share something that's not successful. It just takes a lot of uh, uh, bravery and, you know, openness to share. And this is valuable, you know. We don't always want to showcase the success stories, you know, for different reasons. Uh, anything, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, as, as we discussed, you know, things were decided based on certain planning or certain circumstances and that might not be true or that might be true uh, but uh, I just want to really appreciate you being uh, you know open and willing to share your story uh, and I'm sure this would be helpful you know somebody who might be thinking about it these circumstances could be uh, relevant to them or whatnot so uh, really appreciate you taking the time and sharing your journey with us today. Thanks Avinash thank you so much once again and I wish you all the best with your uh... Uh, change as well and whatever um, you know uh, you're doing in India I wish you all the best and uh, thank you viewers for uh, staying with us as well yeah thanks